Clearly right now there are loads of challenges for all of you out there who are field salespeople and of course if you're sales managers and leaders. So I've got a great guest on today's podcast who's going to share some really top ideas on how to help you as a salesperson manage your time in your territory and as a sales manager become better at remote sales management. You're listening to the Better Presentations More Sales Podcast with Trevor Lee. Tune in each week for top tips and ideas to deliver in-person and online presentations, demos, sales pitches and webinars that will help grow your sales. And now, here's your host, Trevor Lee. So welcome everybody. This is episode 138 of Better Presentations, More Sales Podcast. On today's show, I've got with me Steve Benson. Now, Steve is the CEO and founder of Badger Maps. He also has his own podcast called the Outside Sales Talk Podcast, and he's the president of the Sales Hall of Fame for the San Francisco Bay Area. So he's a very busy guy. Steve, welcome to the show. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Now, Steve, would you like to tell our audience a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Badger Maps? And then we're going to get into this subject of, of sales managers and the challenges of managing remote workers. But maybe you could just give us a bit of background about yourself and your company first. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I guess about myself, I've, I've, uh, I grew up in Chicago and I've lived in California now for about 20 years. Um, I, uh, I, my background uh, career-wise was I was always in field sales. I was at IBM and then a software company called Autonomy. And then I was at Google for a while. And then I started Badger Maps. And that was about 10 years ago I started Badger. Um, and what Badger Maps does is it helps field salespeople by taking their, their customers and prospects, putting it on a map for them, allowing them to build routes, uh, plan out their schedule, focus on the right customers based on the geography that they're going to be in. So, you know, it, helping them kind of manage their territory and be more, more efficient. So, uh, so yeah, that, that's what I've been doing for the last 10 years. What was the inspiration, Steve, for, you know, for Badger Maps? Was there a seminal moment you thought, I've got to go and do this? Yeah. Um, so my, my whole background was in sales. So I, I had been in field sales, you know, trying to plan out my day and, and figure out where my different customers were for, for my whole career, basically. And, um, and so when I, my, my last role, I was at Google, uh, I'm working with uh, both mobile and, uh, and then the Google Maps API. And so I kind of understood what the types of things that you could do with Google Maps API and what, how, you know, how to use that as a, a, a base on which to build software. And, um, and, I, and I understood the problem very well that field salespeople face in kind of organizing their time. And so, you know, the, there was a, the seminal moment was actually uh, where I was, I was in Kansas and I had gone, I'd flown to Kansas and, uh, and this isn't, most Badger users actually aren't flying around, they're driving around. But some fly too, but I, but, and I kind of had a, a role where I would fly into a city and I'd have, I'd want to interact with as many of the, the prospects that I had in that, in that city as possible. And I thought that um, I, I thought that this next, I had two people that I really had to see in Kansas and I didn't have time to get out to Wichita where I thought one of them was um, because they were in a, a town called Olathe, which is hard to spell, but um, but Olathe, it turns out, was a suburb of Kansas City, which I didn't realize at the time. And so 
I figured that out when I was sitting at the Kansas City airport after I'd gone and met with the, the one customer thinking I didn't have time before I made, made, made it back to my flight back to the Bay Area because I had to be there for meetings the next day. And so I, I was like, it, basically, I ended up having to take an extra flight to Kansas right. City. And I was okay. like, this is, this is so annoying. I, if I just knew where it was in the, and I, and I could have looked it up, of course, but like people that, um, people that have this a, a field sales role, every day they have to plan out their time in the field. Every day they have to figure out, you know, what order to do things, who to focus on, given that I'm driving, I've got a 10 o'clock meeting out here in the suburb with these guys. Um, you know, who should I focus on? What, what should my day look like? What should my schedule look like? And so we've, we've kind of solved that problem for them. And do you find, Steve, that, you know, salespeople who've been, you know, field salespeople who've been out on the road a long time, do they adapt to new technology? Is, is it something they, they easily welcome and get used to? Or how does that work? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we have about 5,000 customers um, using Badgers, 5,000 companies using Badger Maps now, because um, you can use this as an individual. So a single sales rep can or a company can buy it for the entire sales team. But they've adopted it really well. I mean, you know, and, and it's, it's not much more complicated to use than like Google Maps. It's just or Yelp. Yelp's probably a better example. Uh, you know, and, you know, you, just like you can look up restaurants in Yelp, all your customer data ends up in Badger. And that customer data can be because we're connected to your CRM system. It can be because you've uploaded it from a CRM, uh, a uh, spreadsheet, either way. But, uh, but there, there's not really, there, we, we walk people through it and we have a, a team that does the trainings for, for people. We set it up for them. Um, so they're able to adopt the technology pretty quickly and easily. It's, it's not harder to use than say Yelp um, to, to find a great Thai food restaurant near you. And is it, is it a global product and is it a subscription model? Is that how it all works? Yeah, it works around the world. Um, we're, we're pretty big in, in Australia, Europe, um, but uh, customers all over Asia too. But it, it, most, most of our customers are in North America. Canada and the U.S. are probably the, our most common places. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it works everywhere. And the, the model is subscription, so it's 50 bucks per month um, for, uh, for per sales rep. So, as, as, and, and generally that, that'll pay for itself in gas because people end up driving about 20% less, but getting the same. So they, they'll get about two, on average, someone who is doing an average of six meetings a day will drive 20% less, but get two more meetings per day. And those meetings will be with, uh, they're able to choose and pick better on who the meetings are, who the yeah. meetings are with. So they'll end up, it'll, that 50 bucks gets paid for just in that, just in driving for 20% fewer miles, pays for itself in gas. But the, it's really the time that they're saving and the focusing on better people where the real value is. Sure. Now, one of the, you know, the, the key reason we were going to get together today when, uh, when, you, when, you, when you made contact was, uh, you know, to talk mm -hmm. about the challenges right now of, of for facing salespeople, but probably yeah. more importantly, the, you know, the sales managers and, you know, how that's working. So what, what are you experiencing in there and what, how are you helping people with that? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty wild time in terms of, uh, in terms of being a leader of a, of a sales team. I mean, it's, people are in a, a brand new world. I mean, managing a remote team or managing, uh, not being able to interact with their teams the same way or they're, they're just they're, the way their team is going to market changing. There's a lot of things that they're obviously changing right now. Um, you know, and, and frankly, I think an economic crisis is one of the hardest times to be a sales leader. Mm. 
And that, because the, the whole company, they depend on the revenue coming, coming from the sales team. And so as a sales leader, there's a lot of pressure on you. And, and so it's hard to be, a time of crisis of this nature is very, is very stressful and complex. Um, you know, so you have to change the, the way you're doing things. You know, you have to, I think it's important right now more than ever to be action oriented. Um, I think, you know, you have to be honest in, in your, in your assessments of the challenges that your organization is facing. Um, you, you need to embrace bad news and ask hard questions. Uh, you have to be positive and transparent with your team about what your plan is going to be. And you have to, you have to have a plan. Um, <laughs> uh, you, you, you need to be more responsive and you need to support your team. Uh, and your team is scared, right? I mean, everybody, everybody's worried about their job, their, how hard it's going to be to get another one if they lose this one about their paychecks, their commission checks, especially being, being smaller than they were before. Uh, and, you know, m most people don't pay their mortgage with their base, right? So they're, they're, uh, it, it, there's a lot to be concerned with there. So, you know, I think you need to be a better coach as a sales manager right now. You need to focus on the, the areas that need coaching and you, where you can improve better. I think every sales manager should ask himself, Hey, am I, am I spending half my time, coaching my sales reps and if the answer is no then spend more yeah so. and, do, and are you finding that sales managers are recognizing this need for them to change and do things maybe differently to what they've been used to yeah i, I think that uh that, that sales managers are are recognizing that there's that there's uh that there's a need for a change uh, in, in a lot of cases now at the same time i don't think they're they're, I think people also have to be careful about changing their strategy too much. So I think people get, mm -hmm. oh, you know, I've, we've got to change who our ideal customer profile is because we were selling to, we were selling exercise equipment to equipment to gyms. One of our customers that just just went out of business recently and, and stopped using the software. Actually, they were selling. Uh, so I was chatting with them. They were, they were they were selling exercise equipment to gyms, and they weren't able to to make the shift to selling exercise equipment to other things like apartment buildings or people's homes or whatever. Um, they, that's what they, were, they had tried to do. But I think a lot of people are looking at that where they need to change who their ideal customer profile is. Um, but yeah, like I said, you, you also can't change your strategies too much, right? Like and sometimes your, your existing strategy was the best one and it's just harder now and it's harder to be as successful as you were. And there's just major economic headwinds. And you, you, can, you can change strategies and get it wrong just as easily as, as you can to, to get it right. And um, so that, that's, that's something I, I think it's yeah. people, managers often want to just blindly increase sales activity, but they, if you know, but you, if, if you're not careful there, you can, you can lose quality and you can focus on, and you end up getting more quantity, but less quality and, and not actually improving your results. And how are you finding, Steve, that managers are coping with, you know, increased pressures on the way they communicate with their sales teams? Because, you know, when they're working more remotely, it's not so easy to see them, probably. Um, have you noticed that some managers are, are doing better at that bit than others? You know, because, you know, traditionally, managers have not necessarily been the greatest communicators in the world, have they? Sure. Yeah. And, and uh, I think communication in a time of crisis is more important than, than it is in any other time. Um, just because, you know, you, people need to, under, you know, it, it's important that people feel like there's a steady hand on the wheel, people's imaginations can get the best of them, particularly within large groups. Um, gossip of impending doom or you know, a big layoff is, is powerful 
it travels quickly and, and it can lead to rash employee decisions. It can lead to morale problems. I think you, you need to treat, a sales leader needs to focus on communicating with their team and really any business leader to some degree with transparency. They need to be realistic and they need to be optimistic and, and kind of, you need to give your team an action plan that will put their fears to rest and let them stay focused on the task at hand, which is selling because that revenue coming in the door is, is so important. Now I understand you've got a, a, a sales management course now or live or about to come live. Is that right? Um, yeah, you know, I, I've been, uh, I've had a sales management course for years. I'm a LinkedIn professor. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I make courses for LinkedIn and with them. Oh, right. Um, that, that are available on their platform. LinkedIn bought this company called Linda, which is a, uh, was like a business training program yeah. years ago. And so yeah. down over in Santa Barbara, um, they have like this big facility to make movies basically. And so they'll like, I'll, I've taught some classes there and so I'm on that platform and I've got some other things, some other classes that I've on YouTube on the, if you just go to the Badger Maps YouTube channel, there's, I've got a bunch, a bunch of classes just available there about different, different little sales skills. Um, and then I've got my podcast outside sales talk, obviously, where I, I kind of do, do deep dives into different topics. Yeah. And with the, uh, with the LinkedIn programs, Steve, do you find that managers are, 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 are good at thinking they need to keep learning or do they sort of think, well, I'm the manager, I must know it all anyway. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, I, uh, I think that, I think that some managers are better at recognizing that they need coaching and, and need training than others. I mean, I think we could all, nobody's, nobody's perfect and everyone could get better at their, at their craft, at their role. I think especially in any kind of job where you're dealing with humans, there's always more to learn. There's always more, more strategies that you can tune. And, uh, and I think that's, that's one of the fun things about sales or, in a, and about, I guess about business in general, but especially sales is uh, you can all, you, you're not just executing what you, what you learned in school a long time ago. You're, or you're, you're, it's a role where you can always keep getting better. You can always manage people better. You can always do, there's no perfect job that, that, you know, if you're, if you're fixing cavities and teeth, you can perfectly fix a cavity. And that's probably satisfying too, but there's no perfect way to be a manager and it's, and it's dealing with humans and it's messy. And I think, uh, I think everybody could use more coaching and training on it. And for outside salespeople in particular, Steve, um, have you, you know, are there any other two or three sort of particular new skills that you have seen having to, you know, salespeople having to adapt to and emerge given the situation and the way they've had to change the way they work? Well, I think uh, a specific challenge that I've seen from, from uh, management um, that, that they've had to change is, they've lost some control. So I think it's important not to try to control everything as a sales manager, um, you know, because you can't, right? Like you, you don't have the same information about people that you used to. It's, it's, it's an easy time to try to start uh, micromanaging and trying to really uh, get inside people's heads. And, and uh, there's a, there's a, there's a almost a, a knee jerk reaction towards doing more unproductive reporting and more like, um, busy work almost and, and because a manager has lost control and in this remote environment to some degree I think in terms of salespeople a few 
one important skill so that they can focus on is negotiation. I think margins are compress compressing, um, you know, from, for a lot of reasons, you know, desperate competitors doing, you know, you know discounting and unloading their inventory, trying to keep afloat, uh, people, uh, the, and, and, and just negotiating harder, right? Like procurement departments have been given the, the, given the word, like be aggressive, get as much out of everybody, out of every vendor as you can. Mm. And so I think negotiation training is a really smart thing for every team uh, to refocus on how to communicate the value of what they do. And here's why you want us and not the commodity product that, that might be a little cheaper. And I think, uh, and then also negotiation training how to how to get a little better at at having those hard conversations um that can can go can go to a zero sum place sometimes when you're when you're working selling with selling to a working with a procurement department and selling to them yeah and, and do you think the uh, procurement departments have been uh, also upskilled in negotiation you you, you said they, they've been asked to drive a harder bargain but are they getting the skills as well so uh, are they getting are they trying to stay ahead of the salespeople in their skills development um I hope so. I mean, <laughs> I, I think, I think, uh, I, I know, I, I think that that they've always kind of looked at just the negotiation, the, the negotiation part as a, as a really key part of their job more than a salesperson does. I think, I think, you know, if you ask, ask salespeople to list their, their top five skill sets, they negotiation would rarely hit that list. And in, in, in most industries, I guess in some industries where the margins are, tight and there's a, a hard negotiation every time but uh but i think most procurement people they would list you know negotiation as one of their top skills so i think in general i think very few salespeople wouldn't benefit from a negotiation training course but especially in these times yeah and um that leads me nicely in because i was going to ask you you know if if there are people listening to this who are aspiring to be a salesperson you know and thinking about becoming that field salesperson what would you recommend, you know, the sort of two or three top skills that they ought to acquire if they're going to be successful? Um, I, I think that some of the most important things in, in uh, are, are mindsets as opposed to skills. So just being willing to, you know, hard work and, um, and, and tenacity and, and really being willing to go after something and, and uh, keep your energy high and, um, put yourself in a mindset to accept rejection is really important. So I guess those are more almost mindsets and, and, and rather than specific skills. In terms of specific skills, I think um, presentation, I think getting good at technology, so much of sales, mm. so, so many elements of sales can be done so much more, so much quicker and more effectively with, by leveraging technology. And, and, and Badger's one, just one of, you know, 20 sales tools that someone should be using to be effective at their job. Right. Um, you know, they, there's, I, I see a lot of salespeople doing a lot of things by hand that, you know, that there are, there's already, a, there's already an app for that. And, um, and that's, so, so I think fluency with technology and just, and to, and to develop that really the, it's less intimidating than it sounds, right? Like every single new app or skill there's like, if you wanted to start, managing mass emailing your customers instead of doing them one at a time um but but do it more in an automated way there's tools to do that and they're all learnable they have every every 
sales tool or every, I mean, every piece of software in general, there, there are video tutorials and there's people to jump on the phone and talk to you usually about, about, uh, about how to use a piece of software. Um, there's, uh, the, and, and you can just kind of, they've, a lot of them have tutorial modes and you can just kind of play around with it and learn it. But with, with an hour or two of, of effort, you can learn, you can save yourself so much time. Uh, by by learning by spending that time learning an appropriate piece of software that's going to save you thirty minutes a day going forward. What about people skills, Steve? You know, uh, just to sort of round all this up, does that still is that still an important skill for a salesperson to have? Oh, absolutely. I mean, people buy from people they trust, and people buy from people they like. And being likable and and trustable. Uh, it, it, that's a learned skill. I mean, part of it is natural, and some people just naturally are do it better than others, but they're, they're learned, they're learned skills. Communications, a learned skill. Um, you know, no one's born a great communicator. Some of us are, are really good at it by the time we're 12. Others of us never learn it, but being a great communicator is a learnable skill. And, uh, and I think one that's worth, worth people investing in. Great stuff. Great stuff. Now, Steve, if people want to find out more about Badger Maps, they want to find about you, how do they do that? Well, best way to find about um, Badger is just the website, I guess. Um, so badgermapping.com and, you know, there's uh, all the information about Badger and how we help field salespeople is, is there kind of overviews and little videos and stuff that they can, that they can see what we do and how we do it. Um, and if, uh, it, if you do end up checking it out, there's a free trial so you can kick it around for a month just to make sure that you, uh, that you like it and that it helps you before you have to pay for it. Um, and if, if, if you talk to one of our people, just let them know, Hey, I, 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 I listened to your, to your CEO chat about, about a bunch of, about, about <laughs> sales management stuff for, for uh, an hour or so, or half hour. Or so, uh, as, as a result, they'll, they'll give you a, uh, two months off. Uh, oh, there you know, we go. There's an offer. With there's an offer not to be refused. There we go. Yeah. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> I'm going to have to negotiate hard on behalf of my listeners and make that three now. <laughs> <laughs> should have gone to. Should have gone. You should have gone to my negotiation training skills club. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, the uh, if you if you're looking for me and trying to get a hold of me, the best place is probably LinkedIn. Okay. Um, you know, just search Steve Benson Badger Maps because there's there's a lot of Steve Bensons out there. I'm I wasn't original with my name, so uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's a good place to get a hold of me. Okay, well, Steve, I know you've got to fly to your next call, so you've probably got it mapped out on Badger Maps, I imagine. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not not, to, not this morning. I'll be sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been fantastic having you on the show. I'll put all these links in the show notes for everybody uh, so they can catch up with it, but. Terrific. So I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all that insight and those ideas. So uh, I hope everyone who's listening to this will get some really positive ideas and because some, some great stuff for them going forward. Well, thanks a lot, Trevor. I really appreciate you having me on the show and this has been fantastic to meet you. Great stuff. Thank you, Steve. Well, that was great having Steve Benson on the show uh, from San Francisco. And have a look at Badger Maps, because if you're a salesperson or you're a sales manager and you want to improve your efficiency of your calls, then you know have a quick look at Badger Maps. I think you'll find it really, really interesting. And great what Steve said about those skills that you need as a salesperson, negotiating skills, that kind of mindset, the presentation skills, the technology skills, but not forgetting, of course, the people skills. Now, talking of skills... Um, 
one of the skills that we've all had to adapt to, of course, is using virtual technology for effectively virtual selling, if you like. So a lot of my customers that I'm working with, are, you know, I've been working hard with them to help them get better at this. So the result is that I'm going to run a webinar. It's on November the 18th. It's going to be at 9.30 a.m. Uh, London time. So I apologize to my listeners around the world that, that won't fit in for, but I will be taking a recording of it. Um, all you've got to do is register. There'll be a, a link in the show notes, or you can go to the Trevor Lee Media website. And it's right there on the front page. How to, how to register. It's 45 minutes. Going to share some thoughts and ideas about virtual selling. So it's going to be fast and furious. Okay, there'll be a chance to interact as well. So I'm really looking forward to it. So it's November the 18th. So book yourself onto that. And of course, if you need help with your business, then don't forget, you know, I've got sales coaching products that start from just 40 minutes a month working with you or one of your team on a one-to-one -one basis. We're doing it all on Zoom. It's very flexible, very easy to do. Again, all the details on the Trevor Lee Media website or get in touch. And if you'd like to come on this show, then get in touch as well so we can talk about what you can bring to the show and to our, our growing band of listeners. And finally, of course, as I always say at the end of this, don't forget, if you do enjoy the podcast, please do leave a review. You can find out how to do that on your podcast app very easily, hopefully. <laughs> so please do leave a review. That would be fantastic. Right, that's it for this week. See you next week. Bye-bye.